Welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Now, briefly this morning we'll be looking at understanding pathways to sanctification. Before we continue, we have quite a handful of testimonies here. In case you think that thing that is happening around you, you can't control it. I have good news for you. You can enjoy the help of God. You can what? Enjoy the help of God. That young man saw himself as what? As a chronic liar and deceiver. Reason I pray that prayer that Father, as this service continues, Reveal ourselves to us as individual and reveal yourself to us. God will show you where you are and he will show you where you are supposed to be. Praise the Lord. Now, until you know where you are, you can't tell where you are meant to be. That is what revelation does. Now, we have one here now. You discovered this man said financial barrenness over after repentance. That shows you can be in the kingdom and still make clean money. Is somebody getting it? You can be in the kingdom and still enjoy life, riches. You can still be blessed financially, even as a child of God. That is one of the primary errors we make that makes people run away to look for help somewhere. They thought as a child of God, you can't make clean money. You can make clean money. So I want us to begin to settle it in our so that we can have a renewed thought pattern. Praise the Lord. Another one says supernatural turnarounds after repentance. That's what, there are things that have been hidden from us as a result of our non-repentance, which the kind of lifestyle we live. Praise the Lord. It's not out of place to go into error, but it's much more important to look for a way of escape in God. Praise the Lord. This one says, delivered from spirit of fornication. That shows that siege can be broken. If you are here this morning, I'm telling you now, these are life tes- testimonies of people that have been visited by God. Praise the Lord. And how did God visit them? They submitted themselves to him. They are in dear need of a change of story. Praise the Lord. Until you are tired of where you are, help can come to migrate you. Even if that help comes, you won't see it. Because you are not tired of where you are yet. Praise the Lord. Somebody's story is changing. Delivered from seven years of cultism and evil habits. So wherever anyone can hear me this morning, there is a force that still delivers people. Praise the Lord. Occultism, the siege can be broken. If you allow God to help you. Business breakthrough by reason of godliness. You had this morning, eyesight healed, strange movement appears. Now, there is somebody here in our midst this morning. You believe, you don't, you no longer believe in divine healing. And you are here. It's not out of place. Praise the Lord. Even the medical help you are seeking, without the hand of God, they labor in vain. We are not canceling out going to the hospital. I know why I'm saying this now because they're prompting. Praise the Lord. You can go to the hospital. 
is allowed. But don't allow us to, to dictate your destiny. Is somebody getting it now? Life transformation after quitting illegal business. Praise the Lord. So these are for somebody. Because I know there are people here that need such. Four years of masturbation and womanizing gone. Why am I saying this? Don't feel you can't break that siege over your destiny. As the word of God will flow your way this morning. The power rooted in that world, that world will break every siege of hell. But my take is that I'll be hoping to the visit. God is reaching out to somebody here this morning. In the mighty name of the Lord. Let's see Psalm 23 verse 1 to 3. Understanding pathways to sanctification. Blessed is that man. Okay, see? Okay, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Verse 2. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his, for his name's sake. Praise the Lord. The whole essence of this is that there is a path to follow that connects you with the mercy from on high. Here now shows that no single individual has the capacity to live a righteous life on his own. There is a hand that helps people. Praise the Lord. And that is the hand of God, the hand of the shepherd. He restored my soul. If you will return this morning, you will enjoy restoration. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. That shows there is a path to follow. Praise the Lord. Why? For his name's sake. And God will be doing some things this morning all because of his name. I said all because of his name, he will be reaching out to somebody here this morning. There are destinies here this morning that will be recovered. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Psalm 100 verse 3. Bible says, it is him that made us. Know ye that the Lord is God. It is he that has what? Made us. And not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. I'm going somewhere now. You, can, you discover from this scripture that you did not just arrive from the blues. God did what? Made you. Number one. Then in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. This was speaking about Jeremiah. But the same thing applies to everyone. Before I formed thee in the belly. That just every individual here present was formed at some point in time. By the hand of God. He said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. What he's saying is that I am the one that wired you. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet of the nations. If you look at this, this is the summation of a destiny. That before you come, God knew about your coming. Because your formation wasn't outside of his jurisdiction. Psalm 100 verse 3 says, I is the one who made us. Here he says, I knew thee before thou came out. Because I what? I am the one that formed you. Praise the Lord. 
Now, where we are going is this. If the one who forms you or formed you now come to you and tell you, you can do this, don't, do, don't argue. Is somebody getting it? The one who formed you now come up to you again and say, okay, dominion, I formed you. Oh yeah, go and manifest glory. You are not asking him questions. No, how can I manifest glory? What he's saying is that I knew how I packaged you. Your formation wasn't without my input. I know how I have wired you. Praise the Lord. Where we are going is that God will not tell us to do what he has not engraced us to do. Praise the Lord. Like that man who said, uh, I thought I would, that is the implication, I would die a liar. Because I never thought there would be a way of escape. Even though I was born again. That's just, you can be born again and still continue to commit blunder. You know why? You don't know who you are. Praise the Lord. So God will not tell us to do what he has not what wired us to do. Let's see first John chapter 5 verse 3. Bible says, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. That shows there is nothing God will ask you to do that will be a burden to you if you really want to do. Praise the Lord. Why? Because he, there is an inbuilt capacity inside you to handle what he asks you to do. How many of you remember the story of uh, Gideon? Gideon was busy hiding because of the Amalekites or what is their name? The enemy. And God called him almighty man of valor. And the guy looked back. Who is he talking to? Praise the Lord. God said, I'm talking to you, Gideon. He said, God, don't mess me up. Why will you call me a mighty man of valor? I know who my father was. I know where I came out from. Our clan is the smallest clan in Israel. From our place, nobody has ever risen. Nobody knew my father's name. And you just came up to me and was calling me a mighty man of valor. But what God was saying then was that before you were formed, I knew you. I have wired inside you greatness. No, that is why many will die a pauper because they can't see what God has packaged inside them. And many a times it is our mentality that has kept us where we are, not God, not even the devil. The moment you wake up from slumber and discover who heaven has packaged you to be, you discover that you can do exploits. You can go the extra mile. Many of us have been wired to be the saviors of our respective family. But we are dying underneath because we have not discovered what God has done in our lives. Praise the Lord. It says, my commandments are not grievous. If I tell you do this, I believe you can do it. That's why I'm telling you. Why? Because I made you. And I have packaged inside you capabilities and abilities to handle this kind of thing. Praise the Lord. In John, John 14, 21 says, he that hath my commandment and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Praise the Lord. But the number two point is that God will not tell us to be what he has not empowered us to be. Same thing. 
It will not tell you to be what it has not empowered you to do what? To be. You know, we are talking about sanctification. So if God is saying, be ye holy, then he knows that you can be holy. If you make that choice to be holy. You can be holy if you make the choice to live right. Change begins with choice and decision. No man's destiny will ever change until you have made a choice. Until you have made up your mind. Praise the Lord. Now, because the power inside you will flow in the direction of the choice and decision you make. Praise the Lord. I thought somebody is getting something this morning. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 15 to 16. Bible says, but as he had called you, okay, listen, but as he which had called you is holy. So do what? So be ye holy in all manner of what? Of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. If you look at that word, you discover that it wasn't a discussion. It was like a command. Be ye holy because me that made you, I am holy. And you carry a microcosm of my personality inside of you. Because I am holy, you too can be holy. So, be ye holy. Praise the Lord. Whatever heaven has destined you and I to be this season, may we receive power to become. In the name of the Lord. Tell yourself, I can be holy. I can live a holy life. And by the enabling of the Holy Ghost, I will be holy. And I will live a holy life. Amen. Look at Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. Bible says, Be ye therefore perfect. Matthew 5 48. Be ye therefore perfect. Even as your father which is in heaven is what? Is perfect. Why? Because an offspring of a lion is a goat. Eh? Ah, praise the Lord. Can there be cross, not cross pollination, cross, hallelujah, cross breeding. Praise the Lord. You can see it from that scripture. Say, God himself is saying it with emphasis. Be ye therefore, what? Perfect. Even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Is our father. What is saying that we should resemble him? Because it is he who give back to you, you look like. After this season, Whatever makes us not look like God will be tampered, will be taken off our destiny this season. In the mighty name of the Lord. You know, the other scripture says, in all forms of conversation. Conversation is not just about the words we speak. In all forms of actions, in all forms of activities that we need to showcase God. And I believe that grace is available to us. May we enjoy this season. In the name of the Lord. So, God is saying, we are meant to understand that God will not tell us to be what he has not empowered us to become. But the irony of it all is that, look at this next statement. But sanctification is a choice and not a gift. That God, even though he knows that you have been wired this way, he won't still force it on you. Can you see God? So magnanimous. He has allowed us to manifest our will. Praise the Lord. In Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. Bible says. 
I call heaven and heart to record this day against you. That I have said before you, what? Life and death. But is he admonished us? Said life and death, blessing and what? And cursing. Look at the next line. Therefore, choose what? Choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. That shows there is a choice you and I can make. A path we can follow that we either had value to the generations after us or crippled their destiny. He said, the choice you are making today has the capacity to save your life and that of your seed. And these are generations yet unborn. Praise the Lord. So we are, as far even though we carry God, yet we are a product of choice. We have capacity to make choice. Praise the Lord. Listen, Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. When Bible says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He whosoever open. So you and I have a choice to make. Praise the Lord. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, then I will what? Do you think God can't force that door of your heart open? Eh? If you can just, angel, go and open the door of this person's heart. I want to enter. Will you be able to even struggle with the angel? Bible says they excel in strength. Angel will just come and carry key. You know, even have spear key. They just open and enter. Well, what can you do? And he said, I have come to see too. What can you do? You can't question him. Praise the Lord. But he still allow you. I pray this is the May we make the right choice. The choice that we had value to our respective lives and that of our generation. If I thought there is anything that helps me while it was like I was going astray, was the fact that the kind of life you are living, this path you are following, has capacity to influence, deter, or cripple the destiny of your children. Ah, I looked at it. Generational impact. How? Children that never knew anything. How can I, by reason of foolishness and carelessness, do that which will affect them? Ah, God help me to live this life. I pray somebody will pray that prayer. So that your children and your children's children will be praying for you. Life is full of choices. Praise the Lord. If my mom hasn't taken me, you know, but we talk about uh, predestination anyway. But if my mom uh, hasn't taken me to church from my credo, I don't know where I will be by now. So when we have this opportunity and this privilege, let us maximize it. Let us be mindful of our seed and generation coming behind us. So that we can make the right choices. Praise the Lord. God will help us this season. In the name of the Lord. So sanctification is a choice. To live a godly life is a choice. You discover that aside the fact that there are influences. Even in spite of the influences. People still have to make a choice. Those you follow. You follow them by via your choice. What you do. You are doing it by choice. Because no man is forcing them on you. It is the choices you keep making over and over that now turns to become an habit. And it's now holding you down. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and see, oh, I blame you. You are the one who taught me how to smoke. Did they force it in your mouth? I said, well, how did you get? I said, I blamed my friend. I said, how? Oh. Yeah, he showed me that pathway. But you see that you were blindfolded. 
Everything that is happening around us today, they are happening as a result of the choices we have made. But my prayer is that wherever we have made the wrong choice, may heaven speak. Because he has the capacity to visit our foundation. But even for heaven to visit you this season, still require that you make a choice. Praise the Lord. In Job chapter 21 from verse 22, the Bible says, Return. There is a place of returning. If we have missed him, there is a place of returning. But before you return, you must first of all look at acquaint now thyself with him. And what? Be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. Many a times we never knew we are fighting God by reason of the choices we are making. So you be at peace with God first. Then if thou return to the Almighty, then what happened? Thou shalt be built up. Praise the Lord. See, my heart wasn't in just. What God told me was that as long as you remain in this land, I will build you up again. That shows there is a God that builds destiny. I pray that may your home be built this morning. And for the ones that have been broken down, he will rebuild. Because he has that capacity. But this requires that you and I do what? Return to him. When you return to your mind, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away what? Iniquity far from thy tabernacle. Because in the first place, these are the things that disqualified you. Now that you are returning, don't carry that luggage again. Somebody will return here this morning. And whatever has kept you at the back seat will no longer be with you. In the name of Jesus Christ. What is sanctification? Let me give you the dictionary definition of sanctification. It says the usual, the usually gradual or uncompleted process by which a Christian believer is made holy through the action of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. The usually gradual or uncompleted process by which a Christian believer is made holy through the action of the Holy Spirit. You know, when I looked at this definition, something caught my attention. I was now wondering. They used English and they said, the usually gradual or uncompleted. That shows holiness is a continuum. You can't leave it all. You will keep living it. Is somebody getting it? Not that you will be holy today and tomorrow you jettison it. It's an a gradual, uncompleted process by which a Christian is made holy through the what? Through the action of the person of the Holy Ghost. That's just you can't live that life without the help of the Holy Ghost. And moreover, it's not a once and for all thing. Is somebody getting? Do you know Papa? Is Papa still praying to be holy? Or has he prayed it a long time ago? Baba Deboye, is he still praying to be holy? Uh, with his level. Can you see that we have not started? Is Baba Kumuji still praying to be holy? Are you seeing it now? Even from the world perspective, this is a usual, you say conscious thing that you, we must keep doing. That's just you can be holy today and tomorrow something will come. The moment you notice it, you say, no, you can't stop me. You make that battle again, you continue. Another day, another thing come. Small lie came. And you, just, you actually lied. But when you got home, you say, because you have a conscience that is still alive. That thing I did that time, it was a lie. Holy Ghost, help me. There will be a purging again. You continue. May we not be left behind. Then hear this definition. 
Sanctification refers to the state or process of being set apart. That is made holy as a vessel full of the Holy Spirit of God. But if we want to make it short, we can say sanctification is godliness. It's righteousness. Living a life that pleases God on a daily basis. Praise the Lord. God will help us this season in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's quickly see the cost of ungodliness. Now, when you see the cost of ungodliness, you should know what godliness is. Praise the Lord. Cost of ungodliness. The result of not living a life that pleases God. Is somebody getting it now? And that's Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 that we read this morning. Bible says, Blessed is that man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That shows when what dictates your life is a counsel that comes from somebody who doesn't have the mind of God, then the output will be error. If the people you go to for counsel are searching the issues of your life, they are the people that don't have the mind of God. You should know what kind of counsel they will give you. So God is saying, if you go after people who doesn't have the mind of God to be your counselor, it can't be well. You can't be blessed. Is that not so? Those that are blessed are those who did not go to these people. Is somebody getting it? Blessed is the man that walketh not, that did not follow the counsel of those who don't fear God. The man that will not take advice from a sinner. Because no matter how good it will be, it will have some spots of error inside them. Because the mind from which such advice comes is not a renewed mind. Praise the Lord. Don't think otherwise. Just take it that way. Because somebody say, what about my business partner? Don't go there. Follow the scripture. Praise the Lord. Now listen to me. When you have the mind of God, you are living a godly life. Whoever heaven brings your way, we had value. Maybe you don't understand. If your life pleases God, everyone, God will bring your way. Aside the ones that will be sent from hell. Everyone, God will bring your way. We had value. That's why you can be a Christian and an unbeliever can favor you. Maybe you don't understand. When the way of a man pleases God, God can even use your enemy to be you a blessing. That is what you are. You need to understand now. For those of you waiting, that is only your, the member of your church that should bless you. You may wait for long. Yeah? It's about getting. It's not as if there are people who can bless you in church. But you may wait. Let us not limit God. Is somebody getting it? Your own is to make sure your way pleases God. Then God can use any means to bless you. Is somebody getting it? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Now look, you need to understand scripture. Standeth in the way of sinners doesn't mean you stood in terminus. And they are now passing. That is not what he's saying. No. Standard in the way of sinner is that you are not following them to do what they are doing. That is it. Because in terminus, even Abalis will pass. Is that not so? Abalis, anybody will pass. That is not what this place is saying. He said, number one, you must not walk in the counsel of those who don't fear God. Because the hand will not be good. 
Number two, you must not stand in the way of sinners. That's just, you don't join force with them to do what they are doing. Evil ways. That is what he's saying. Then number three, you don't sit in the seat of discomfort. Where you people gather, all they discuss is how to bring somebody down. They never see anything good in people's life. And you are, you are now a custodian. You say, I'm not just talking, no. I, you had Papa said it yesterday. I did not contribute to I just sat down there. And they are killing your pastor in your presence, but you did not contribute. For the matter that you did not contribute shows that you are an accomplice. Somebody getting it? May we not carry the guilt of other people through carelessness, through careless living. You don't beg for relationship for Christ's sake. You choose your relationship. So wherever you have found this season and you still continue to go, you are going there as a result of the choice you have made. I must be there. Who told you you must be there? Praise the Lord. I pray that our mind will be so empowered this season to make the right choice. In the name of the Lord. Fear of the unknown has been one of the greatest challenges of the church. What of if, if I... And now, some people here, you are in a strong, in a wrong relationship. Somebody, you know, you are not married yet, but yet you are seeing hell. I say, I just love him. Don't bring prayer points here. Don't bring prayer points. If you can't pick the signal, God can allow some to deal with you the way they will deal with you in marriage, so that now you can borrow sense and quickly take your leave. But because you have allowed too much of emotion and foolishness and carelessness, you will stay till somebody now begin to slaughter you. Watch out. Any relationship that doesn't have God in it, no matter how good it may look from the beginning, the end won't be good. Is somebody getting me now? Praise the Lord. Number one cause of ungodliness. Ungodliness blocks access to help in times of trouble. It blocks our access to help in times of what? In times of trouble. Listen to me. Evil days will come. Is somebody getting me? There will be trouble times. So far you are on the face of the earth. Challenges will come. But who will come to your rescue will be determined that who you pay allegiance to. Is somebody getting it now? So ungodliness blocks our hearts times of trouble. Look at Isaiah chapter 38. Verse 5. Uh, you know, talking about Zechariah there. Do you know that before trouble came to Ezekiah, Ezekiah served God. He was committed. He was working with God. But challenge came to his health. And along with that challenge was a word from God that he will die. Is that not so? But what is it that Ezekiah leveraged on? His relationship with God. Now listen to me. Coming to church shouldn't stop you from having personal relationship with your God. Don't mistake church for, for personal relationship. Is somebody getting me? Working for God is not the same thing as working with God. Don't think having tears in the church as an usher has created that platform. No. That one too has a place. But your personal relationship with him is much more important. I hope somebody is getting it. Walking with God, W-A-L-K-I-N-G, is different from walking with God, W-O-R-K-I-N-G. You can walk for God and not walk with God. These are the people 
who labor in the kingdom without blessing coming. Because they are just walking, running around. They left God behind. Some are running around. God is going. They stay behind. Because it's just work, not work. Praise the Lord. See, when you are coming to church, be intentional. Is somebody getting it? Be what? Don't see this place as a social club. <laughs> Let's just go. Ah, my guy will be in church. Oh. That babe will be in church. Do you know in church you can even catch mommy water if you are not careful? Yeah, because your motive was wrong. Because devil too set trap for people. Somebody getting it? Praise the Lord. And you can meet a child of God in the marketplace too. Eh? No, say they say my wife must come from the church. And the beautiful ones, the one with virtue that God brought your way in terminus, you close your eyes. You come, not in this church, you now go and carry mommy water from church. Because your motive was wrong. It blocks access to help in times of trouble. Ezekiah faced the wall and he cried to God, God, have you forgotten how I served you? Moreover, if I die now, who will be singing in the choir? He saw, he makes sure he has a place in God. Do you have a place in God? If you have a place in God, no man can take your place in God. He told God, God, you know, only the, look at it now. For the grave cannot praise the whole God. Death cannot celebrate the Lord. They that go down into the pit cannot hope for thy truth. If I die now, what benefit will it have to you? Lord, I am still relevant in your agenda. And God said, he brought the record. He said, it's true. Is it that God has forgotten? No. Bring your strong reasons. He sad God willingly, intentionally. Listen to me. Your kingdom service has capacity to rescue you from untimely death. So don't come and do it as if you are, I am not your reward and I cannot reward you. I cannot. Me too, I'm waiting for my reward. That is why I must do what I'm doing intentionally. Cost of ungodliness. If Ezekiah hasn't served God, he won't have anything to leverage on in time of crisis. Will your hanker hold when challenge come? Who will you call? This is a wake-up call for somebody here this morning. If you must enjoy help in times of trouble, godliness is a requirement. But these are what cost of ungodliness. May you and I not be helpless. I said, may we not be helpless in the name of Jesus. So we read from that scripture, Isaiah 38 verse 1 to 5, how Ezekiah leverage. Look at Psalm 33 verse 18 to 19. Bible says, behold, the eyes of the Lord is upon them that fear him. Upon them that hope in his mercy. To deliver their soul from death. And to keep them alive even in famine. That shows there will be famine. Or famine. Anyone. Whichever one comes your way. Famine or famine. Help will locate you. I said the help of God will locate you. 
in the name of the Lord. Now, God is still delivering people's souls from untimely death. I know you can't die before your time. But yet, you need to secure your slot. Is somebody getting it? Terms are conditions applies. You need to secure your slot in God. I've been faced with death quite a handful of times in my own little way. There was a day I was praying. You see, the enemy doesn't respect the mats you spread to pray. It will still come to see whether you have the substance. I was living under a roof. Whose owner is a pastor? A friend who is a pastor was with me. It was on holiday. He was in my house. We are staying together. Another friend, pastor, was traveling. He just had the voice. Go now to meet Brotola at home. Because death came. But in spite of all the pastors around him, my mom was there who prays well. Another of them gathered in that day, but they couldn't help me. It was like a film. They were just, they are prayed and they were tired. Because I just, an arrow just, I can enter from here. My strength and energy begin to wane. I, I just see, I, said, I said to my brother, can you see the vision God just showed me now? God just, and immediately after that was that arrow enter. He said, Brother, what's happening? I couldn't talk again. Me, that, you know, when you give me milk, I mix it with egg, I can take maybe how many a day. They brought it, I vomited it. Now, listen to me. When calamity or crisis come your way, food is not the solution. Nothing, it was life that I was just begging for. But, but I couldn't talk. When I now discovered everybody that surrounded me, I discovered that they were tired. They were just, I can't stand again. And something came into me. The just shall live by his faith. Boy, if you don't use your mouth, this is how you will die. I now began to speak. No, I can't die. This is what the word of God says. Everybody was just watching me. For like 30 minutes. And I started quoting scripture. Now, if I have not hitting scripture, what will I quote? That's why you don't come to church and go back empty. Be intentional. Evil days will come. But when it comes, what will happen? My prayers are not, nobody here will be swallowed up. Amen. I started. I started. Then all of a sudden, after 30 minutes, the way that arrow came, I just uh, the same way, the thing just went out. And in one minute, I stood up and they were watching me. I started doing press up to see whether I'm still the same person. And my friend said, when all of them left my room, he said, what just happened now? He said, I never knew you are this loaded. You were just quoting scripture. I said, when I see death, praise the Lord. When you see death, where do you go quote? Who will you call? Your grandfather who was already in the grave? Now, help doesn't come for those who are not godly. In times of crisis, may we not be helpless. There are some, when your health strength is going, it will bring some people to strengthen you. That is how God does it. It was for me. I said, what time? He said, you have just quoted about 30 scriptures now. Even when he said, I don't even remember. You can't tell if an orange has water until you squeeze it. All of them are looking beautiful. But some, as big as they are, when you cut, you just discover that they are dried. But some may not be that big. But when you cut, you see water flowing. It's not about your outlook. It's about what is inside. Prepare for evil days. Praise the Lord. Ezekiah 
prepared and he was able to remind God. Praise the Lord. Now, cause of ungodliness, number two. Look at this. Uh, before we see number two, Psalm 66 verse 18 says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So the best thing we can do is to make sure we do what? Get that heart in shape. Now, it is not, it is not if I regard iniquity in my mouth. God knows that the seat of decision of every destiny is the heart. The police of every destiny is the conscience. The real you is your conscience. Praise the Lord. But if I regard iniquity in my heart, God will not hear me. No matter what I do, what people are saying, but because God sees the heart. Praise the Lord. Number two, cause of ungodliness, it destroys destiny. It destroys destiny. You know, Second Kings chapter 5, verse 20 to 27. We won't read, but you can display it so we can see. It's about Gehazi. The servant of Elisha. You know, Elisha received the mantle from who? Elijah. Gehazi was supposed to receive the one in the hand of Elisha. But because of his greediness, covetousness, the loss of the highs that crippled his destiny, instead of receiving the mantle, he received what? Leprosy. May that not be our testimony. Do you know why? Because Elisha couldn't see anybody to release that mantle to. He carried the power into the grave. That was why, on one occasion, some people want to be- go and bury their dead body. Can you see how God orchestrates events? Then all of a sudden, the, what's their name? The Samarians, they just came. Those people going to the burial ground to bury their dead body. They just saw the armies of their enemies running. They now thought they were pursuing them. So they said, since you are dead already, if they meet you, they should just kill you again. Since you are dead. But for us, we are still alive. The dead should bury itself. They dropped the dead. And they took to their eyes, they ran away. But while the dead was dropping, it was in the grave of Elisha that was there that the thing fell. And Bible said, the same bone of Elisha. Because Gehazi, the power he was supposed to connect with, greediness never allowed him. That man that was dropped came back to life. Because the energy in the bone of Elisha was too much. Many times people miss out on eternal opportunity by reason of what? ungodliness. It destroys destiny. Covetousness. Some could be pride. Praise the Lord. In Acts chapter 12 verse 21 to 24, we saw what pride did here in the life of King Herod. He woke up and he was talking. The glory that belonged to God, he amassed it to himself. And what happened? Look at him. And the people, you see, listen to me. People can send you to early grave. And somebody said, somebody was somewhere, he's powerful. I said, he's a lie. God is the only powerful God. When God manifests through you, you better humble so that you won't become empty. There is no great man, but it is grace that repositions men. So when that grace is being made manifest through you, celebrate the one who gives the grace. People were the one who clapped this king to death. When he spoke, they didn't tell no God, take it easy. They started clapping. What did they say? And the people gave a shout saying, wow! It is the voice of a God. And there is a God listening. 
And God said, okay, we will see who will be God. And not of a man. And God knew he's a man. Can you see how people can kill you? You won't fall victim. And those who are saying it, it's not as if they love him. They actually wanted him to die. Eh? People are there. Small success that you achieved, people are blowing it out of proportion. Then your own head too, now grow bigger than the cap on your head. Won't the cap boss? May we not fall victim of the praise and applause of men. Men can clap you into the grave. We were somewhere, I was in an hotel on a retreat, and as I lay down, I heard God say to me, go and tell this young man that he should beware of the error of the great. What is the error of the great? Pride. I shouldn't allow people to clap him to early grave. But when I received the message, I thought that the person is not somebody that is accessible that will not listen. I couldn't deliver the message. But we bless God that help will locate him. Pride is a cankerworm. Praise the Lord. He was busy enjoying their praise. Look at what happened. And immediately, the angel of who? Because God is a jealous God. The angel, it's not even God who sent him. He knew what to do. He said, you, I'm here. You are, and people are doing, and you see carry shoulder. That shoulder will break it. And what happened? He smote him just one slap. Because he gave not God. What? Because he gave not God. You got a contract today. You now felt you now have to maneuver. And may that not be the last you will get. Because when men favor you, it is somebody who touches their heart. Unless God favor you, man can't favor you. And when men favor you, let glory go back to God. I've said this separately. What I am saying is not because of me. I'm enjoying the gift of men. If God didn't bring men and you're alone, what can you do alone? Praise the Lord. It destroys what? Ungodliness. Then you need to understand that pride is ungodliness. Ego is ungodliness. Nobody can talk to you. You are heady. Even when you hear just have had you. But you know what you will do inside. Pride go ahead before what? A fall. And the earthy spirit before what? Praise the Lord. They are forgotten. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In, let's see 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 10 to 12. Hear this scripture. For the love of money is what? Is the root of all evil. It is not the it is not money itself. Somebody getting me? Money is good. Tell your neighbor, money is good. Call it well. Call it well. Money is good. Uh-huh. Let money know that you are not afraid of him. Uh-huh. Say it again. Money is good. Okay. You see, when you call money well, it will come your way. Praise the Lord. Don't call it anyhow. Praise God. I didn't say you should respect money. But let him know. Let money know that is at your disposal. Praise the Lord. You know, we will have plenty of it. I said, you will have plenty of it. And you will use it well. You will send it on good errands. In the name of the Lord. Your home, you will not get through illegal means. I said, your home, you will not get through illegal means. They will come via the blessings of God. In the name of the Lord. But the love of it, which is a sin, is what? Is the root of all evil. Which why some coveted after. What is making boyfriend to kill girlfriend? 
In the morning, sweet, I love you. In the evening, behead her. But was that love really love? Okay. What is it that that person love? It's money. You are feeding a chicken to be fat. So that what? When Christmas comes, you have plenty meat. So when you carry her to shop right, so that you, later you will shop her right. Wickedness in the heart of the people. But gullible people, they keep falling victim. Because of what? Covetousness. Covetousness. Yesterday, I showed my wife, the lady, iPhone 14, that they are dying for. She can't use it. Cash in the other hand. They have used that destiny and they dropped that from a jeep. The jeep they used to carry her in the morning is the jeep they used to drop her in the evening. Now she has lost it. Unless God set her free, she's gone forever. And where will she go? Ungodliness. The profiting of now, you miss out. The eternity, you miss out. Let's be guided. Why some coveted after? They have had. That's just when you run too much after money. There is a tendency that you lose your faith. They have heard from the faith. And pierce themselves through, through with many sorrow. Mama Rainbow. How many of you know her? Mama Rainbow. Eh? The actress. I think she was 80 years. About some few weeks ago. This is a life testimony. When she was just starting off, one of her sons came to her and said, Mommy, this poverty is much. Bible says, endure hardness. It will soon pass off. This thing you are hearing will soon pass off. I said, this state will soon pass off. In the name of the Lord. That one met and said, Mommy, this trouble is much. Let me take you. The son, that's just the son must have been visiting such places. The son said, let me take you somewhere. Where they can make you rich, you'll be able to take care of us. And the son advised her to become a witch so that she can make money. To, it's, not, it's all over the internet. I read it over. It was overnight. While preparing, I got this. And she said, the son eventually took her to a place. Are you getting me now? When they got to that place, they ran. Why? The condition they gave her. Now, Praise the Lord. Because he loves this mom. And the mom obeyed because she loved the boy. And that's not the only child she had. When the person who will make this stuff came and said, Mama, congratulations. They first of all congratulations before destroying you. <laughs> congratulations. You are in the right place. You are in the right place. Praise the Lord. Now you, you will know whether you, you are in the right place this morning. Praise the Lord. And then after that, mommy, the only solution is that you will bring the child that you love the most. Now, wait now. Thank God the boy too was hearing. And the woman now said, and the child I love the most is my son that took me there. So, when they say, you will bring the child that you love most, he now looked at the face of the boy. The boy said, mommy, let us go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, he doesn't want to die. What of if the mother visited the place behind her? So when you see some people lose their children they love most and they are not believers, we may show empathy, but wisdom is profitable. 
He said, but now she's a prophetess, maybe in one Kerubu and Seraphim or whatever. At least she's serving God. Praise the Lord. The boy she loved, you can see now. Now, anytime your soul is straight, or any, you see, he's sold for soul for things that doesn't last. Praise the Lord. We won't fall victim. I know we have lovely parents here. As I we know, we have lovely parents. And we have glorious children here. There shall be no loss in our home. Now, listen to this. It blocks access to divine secrets. Ungodliness blocks access to divine secrets. Why? Because look at Job in Job chapter 29 verse 4. He said, because of my personal relationship with my God, he opened me. He opened access to secrets for me. He opened my eyes to things. And these are the things. The other version that talks so that they would think he was just walking on the street. And God now called him and showed him secret. No, look at this. Just as I was in the days of my prime. Now listen to me. You are not too young to connect with the secret of heaven. Is somebody getting it? You are not too young and you are not too old. So we may not have caught it earlier, but we can still catch it now. Is somebody getting it? Just as I was in the days of my prime, when the friendly counsel of God was over my tent. Friendly what? Can you now say Psalm 1, Psalm 1 that the, whoever gives you counsel, you should know who is giving you counsel. This one is friendly counsel of who? But that one is the counsel of who? Ungodly. Praise the Lord. So you must watch your association. This is the secret of Job. And it's still very potent. Praise the Lord. So you lose access to divine what? To divine secrets. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 25 verse 14, the Bible says, The secret of the Lord is with them that do what? That fear him. And he will show them his covenant. The covenant of God is rooted in the secret of God. And this you can see in the scriptures. Because the word of God is the custodian of God's secrets. Praise the Lord. Somebody will access something strange this season. And your destiny will turn. For Daniel, you discovered. Daniel chapter 2 verse 9. The Bible says, Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel. Now I've said it here. This season, God will cause trouble around you. <laughs> you don't have to say amen to that prayer. I said, God will cause trouble around you and give you solution with ease. You know what that will make you to become? You become honorable. Is somebody get it now? They'll be looking for the solution. After they have suffered, sweat, you know, and I say, just come. I will give you the solution. If you can give us the solution, we'll give you 10 billion naira. I say, no problem. It's not, you too. It's not as if we don't like the money. It's not about the money. Uh, where's the money? Oh, it's not about the money. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Will you be, as, oh, it's not about the money. Anybody, just move it closer. Since you know you have secrets. Praise the Lord. Eh? Won't you be wise? Last month was a month of wisdom. Praise the Lord. You are not the one who asks for the money. If you can provide solution, God intentionally caused up trouble and gave you the answer. And you are holding on to the answer. And they now come. He knew they will come. They will come. Because you will rise this season. I said you will rise this season. Those who need your counsel will come your way. The counsel that will open doors for you. In the name of the Lord. And they now come. See, if only we can get. They are not talking to you directly. If only we can get answer. Somebody to provide this. We will give him 10 million. Is that so? So chicken change. You won't let them know you are not at that level. So chicken change, okay. You mean, is this the solution you need? 
So anybody. Okay. What of if I help you get the person? In fact, we can increase it to 15 million. You just tell them to do an undertaking. Praise the Lord. Where is the money? Is it cash or? If they say it's cash, just bring it. Let's be seeing it. Praise the Lord. And you just give them the solution. Just go and, if it didn't work, see your money here. Praise the Lord. Because you, you are not the one who asks for money. But God knows through that thing, money will come. So there is no wisdom of God you trade with that won't bring money. The moment you become a solution provider, then you become a value-added personality. Praise the Lord. And those are the things that bring money. I pray God will touch somebody's mind this morning. Praise the Lord. So before we shut down this, please understand this. That God never holds our past against us. Is somebody got it? But we only write them off when we truly repent. God will not hold your past against you because he's a good God. He's a loving God. Last week, somebody here, you know, the enemy keep reminding you. You are the one to tell the enemy to shut up. This God has forgiven me. It's because you don't know your right. The error 18 years ago, the error of 10 years ago, the mistake you made 5 years ago, the mistake you made while you are still in secondary school or in the university, the enemy is still reminding you how you committed abortion. You can tell the devil, there is a blood that covers the blood I shed. There is a blood. I have been for. You see, one thing is for God to forgive you and another thing is for you to forgive yourself. Don't remind God of what he has forgotten. Praise the Lord. But the platform is that of true repentance. One of the testimonies here said, I came to church in 2009 and I was born again. Then later I said, I knew I faked that born again. Are you getting me? He knew he wasn't born again, but he presented himself to be born again. You, nobody can deceive God. There is the place of genuine repentance. Praise the Lord. When the God will to us. Somebody here will forget his or her past. Like the water that flow under the bridge. So a new you will emerge from here. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said a new you will emerge from here. In the name of you have seen what ungodliness can cause a destiny. Then from that you can discover what righteousness can do in our respective lives. I've just mentioned, you know, today is the first Priscilla encounter service. I will tell us what to write down before. So we just pray this morning and shut down. Praise the Lord. You know, benefits of sanctification of godliness. It secures access to all of our inheritance in God. Obadiah 17, upon Mount Zion shall be what? Deliverance. Holiness. Number one, there is no way you can be holy until you have been delivered. Is somebody getting it? You can't be holy until salvation is in place. That's why the Bible says, upon Mount Zion is deliverance. That deliverance is talking about deliverance from sin. From error. Then when you have been delivered from sin, you begin to live what? Holy life. Deliverance, holiness. Then you will now have the platform and access to possess all that belongs to you. Praise the Lord. Somebody here will be delivered this morning. And for somebody here, fresh grace to live a holy life will be released. And then as the Lord lives, before this season is over, you and I will possess all that belongs to us in the name of the Lord. In Acts chapter 20, verse 32, Bible says, I commend you to God and to the power of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you your heritage amongst the sanctified. Praise the Lord. I commend you to who? To God. 
That's what godliness does, sanctification. And brethren, I commend you to your God and to the word of his grace. You can't be holy without the word of God. Because from there, the washing of the water comes. Praise the Lord. As we are talking now, God is busy washing some people. Somebody's heart is being washed. Somebody's conscience is being washed. Somebody's life is being washed. In the name of Jesus Christ. It enhances answers to our prayers. Sanctification. The Lord will not hear me. If I what? Allow iniquity to be in my heart. Psalm 66 verse 18 to 20. Praise the Lord. It procures for us divine health. We enjoy divine health in God. Now before we quickly say this pre-shilo encounter clip, we receive directive from Canaan land. Praise the Lord. Is there anyone here present this morning you want to enjoy favor before this year ends? No. If you are not sure, don't respond. That waiting remains. Out of 12 months. Is it not just November? Before we say, before we say Jack, December will come. And something I never get from January uh, to October. Even as I walk like a Jackie. Is it now? I will just say Jack. <laughs> December will come. If you are doubting God, please don't respond. But there is a God. We call the God of 11 Tower. He's the one who crowns the year with his season. I mean, with his glory. Praise the Lord. There are somebody here now. What you have not enjoyed since the year began. Between this season, your hand will begin to reach it. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you believe, this is the instruction. Today, as you are seated, write three things you want to enjoy favor for. Maybe you don't get it. Every worshiper should expect this ongoing wave of sanctification to bring about a supernatural change of story in all areas of challenges in our lives as we secure the favor with God. Somebody here will enjoy favor. Make a list of three areas where you desire the favor of God for your change of story. Then, before we show them, we pray over them. And we allow God to do his work. In the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Please hear this. This is Priscilla encounter clip. Those who fear God usually fear well in life. So that shows if someone is not fearing well, then the person should retrace his or her step. And return. And do what? And return. And do what? And return. Some. One, one, two, verse one, two, three. Praise the Lord. Bless the demand that feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandment. His seed shall be mighty upon heart. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endured forever. To enjoy this favor, please understand that the fear of the Lord is all about living a sanctified life. Living a life that pleases him. That is godliness. Don't join hands to corrupt the environment. Don't join hands to cause people pain. (laughs) 
Proverbs 8.13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Don't join hands to commit evil. Now, you can know if something is evil. When you see traces of evil around you, please run. If you want favor this season. Please do what? You gather, they are scheming to cheat somebody. You did not put mouth over, you are smiling. <laughs> you guys, are you sure this thing will work? Anyway, if it work, I'll bring my share. And you did not suggest anything. You are an accomplice. The person who stole, that person climbed this, uh, the roof to carry oil. Eh? And while he was coming down with the oil, he now discovered that his leg is no longer touching ground. You are now close to him. And I say, hey, doctor, I bet, let me drop this oil. <laughs> you better allow him to carry his oil and use any strategy. Meaning that he who stole palm oil from the roof, the thing is now heavy on his head. You should allow him to carry his body. You are now around. How can you be around there? If not that you too, you are not serious. You are now the one around person stealing. And you are now the one they are now calling. Oh, boy, bro, bro, please help me do all this thing. Now, if police even meet you people there, if we just tell them, see your bro, you see them and meet the roof, now in the down. As they carry and now they collect them. Praise the Lord. So, Yoruba, they says, both of them are thieves. That's why the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Please hate evil. Pride, hate pride. Please be humble. I said, be what? Have you seen uh, proud, poor people? Ah, their pride is something else. Yet, they don't have any substance. Please, be what? Be humble. And arrogancy, don't allow it at all around you. Arrogancy. Praise the Lord. And the evil way. And the forward mouth. There is nothing your mouth cannot talk. I pray God will purge our tongues. May God purge our mouth. We came for service this morning. May God service our mouth. In the name of the Lord. Because even this mouth has caused many pain without knowing. In homes, mouth has broken homes before. And you see breaking, your home will not be broken. Bible says, all of this do I hate. Proverbs 8.13. So, what are we saying? We have seen people with turnaround testimonies. Because they do what? Because of godliness. Joseph was enthroned because of godliness. Daniel was enthroned because of godliness. Fearing God and living a life that pleases God may place a you upon you, you know, some level of commitment. It will require some things from you. But I tell you, it's worth paying the price. Living a godly life is a price. The price for living a godly life is a price everyone should, be, should pay. Because the end is always better than the beginning. I pray this season that we will not labor in vain. Shall we rise on our feet? Somebody shout hallelujah. Before we pray for favor. You are here this morning. God has revealed you to you. And he has revealed himself to you. And you know that you have not given your life to Christ. This is the platform. You want to give your life to Jesus this one. There are two calls I will make. Those who want to give their lives to Jesus are fresh. And those who want to rededicate their lives. 
you discover that you are born again, you are a child of God, but yet things happening around you are not befitting. We'll still make this call this morning. Praise the Lord. All eyes closed, all heads bowed. You are here this morning. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Can I see your hand up? We pray with you briefly. You want to say, Jesus, I have come to you to accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Take over my life. It's a personal reason. And this is an asset. It's a personal asset. Godliness is not a collective thing. It's an individual race. Praise the Lord. You are here. You want to say, Jesus, I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior so that you will be Lord over my life. Do we have such a, just lift up your hand. We'll pray with you. Then we'll pray for favor. And you are here this morning. All you are saying, Lord, is after that uh, Job chapter 21 from verse 1, Lord, I have returned. I have accepted you, but I have missed it. And now I want to rededicate my life to you. Can we, do we have such, lift up your hands. We want to rededicate rededicate your life to Jesus is a choice, is a commitment. Grace will be released this morning. Help will come from on high. Listen to me. This life, nobody can live it alone. It is not possible. Without the help of God. But the help will not come until we have made up our mind. Until we have made our choice. Praise the Lord. Choice is a requirement for the help to come. You want to enjoy the help of God afresh along this journey. You want to say, Lord, I have returned. I want to rededicate my life to you. Do we have such? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We leave you with this word from Acts 20, 32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance.